And domestic workers, the majority of whom are women, constitute a large portion of today's migrant worker population. Nearly 19% of Lebanon's total population is domestic workers. These workers, who send remittances home, provide significant sources of national income to many labor-exporting countries in Africa, South and Southeast Asia. Although domestic workers contribute billions of dollars in cash and services, Policymakers, both at home and in Lebanon, continue to disregard their contributions and take advantage of their vulnerability. As Simba Russo finds, many women travel to Lebanon only to find themselves hungry, abused, raped, and subjected to conditions akin to slavery. Domestic workers are not under the categories, uh, category of workers, so they are not uh, covered under labor law, so they are considered servants. She left me under um, the house. Every, every night she left the door and, after, and every day she is watching me what I am doing. She don't want to give uh, freedom to me. So the problem is that we have uh, these agencies who take money and this money creates these problems. She's leaving behind uh, parents uh, or husband or kids or uh, she's leaving her life, uh, the culture the, and she's going somewhere totally unknown. Western Asia is both a source and destination for many non-Arab, Afro-Asian migrant workers. Most workers come to Lebanon to take advantage of higher salaries relative to their home countries. Domestic work is the single most important category of employment among women migrants to Gulf states, Bahrain, and Lebanon. Mainly from Ethiopia, Sri Lanka, and the Philippines, they provide the bulk of household and cleaning services in Lebanon. These days, Arab women rarely do such work in Lebanon, viewing it as degrading or unacceptable, leaving it instead to domestic maids who take on poor working and living conditions and low wages. The first group of non-Arab Afro-Asian migrant workers to come to Lebanon were the Filipinos in 1973. Their numbers increased around 1980, a majority were females hired as domestic workers. Between 1975 and 1990, Sri Lankan laborers began arriving in Lebanon. They were brought in by Lebanese recruiting agencies. By the early 1990s, the agencies began also bringing mostly female domestic workers from Ethiopia. Female migrants are duly vulnerable because of their gender and migration status. Numerous cases of human rights abuses by Lebanese employers have surfaced, allegations of physical abuse and forced labor being among the most frequent complaints. Man who 
When I started work with this family, I was sexually abused all the time by the father of my employer. 16-year-old Elisa is from Ethiopia. Her mother died last year, and eight months ago she came to Lebanon to work and send money home to her family. Awakened daily at 5.30 a.m., she is subjected to 18 hours of backbreaking labor without time off. For $100 per month, Elisa was required to maintain five houses a day, cooking, cleaning, and child care. The kids would beat me every day, and I would try to explain to Madame, but she wouldn't do anything. There are over 20,000 Ethiopian domestic workers in Lebanon. Ethiopia has yet to establish an embassy in Lebanon due to political relations between the two countries, which leaves an understaffed consulate with the overwhelming task of protecting the interests of Ethiopian migrants. Sitting in the Caritas Migrant Center, Elisa expresses fears of taking on a new employer. She says she must stay in Lebanon to work so that she can continue to support her family. Maybe I will have the same problems with my new employer, but because I have problems to take care of in Ethiopia, I will have to take a chance. In most Arab states, labor laws generally do not cover migrant workers because they are considered servants, not employees. There is a labor law uh, who exclude on uh, the Article 6 the house uh, workers. Roland Tauk is a migration lawyer. For over 15 years, he has represented domestic workers in Lebanon. He says that Lebanese laws are outdated. Because domestic workers are confined to the home, it makes it difficult to present issues of abuse and non-payment to the courts. To change the law. So to have a special law for domestic work. Migrants or Lebanese or other nationalities. To change the law. Elisa is one of thousands of domestic workers in the Arab world who face abuse at the hands of employers, human rights groups say. The plight of domestic workers in Lebanon rose to the spotlight during the summer of 2006, when Israel launched a 34-day military offensive on Lebanon. Many domestic workers were reportedly denied the right to return home, while others were left stranded either by their employers or their government. All those who wish to leave uh, should be able to do so safely. Jean-Philippe Chauzy is the head of media for the International Organization for Migration. 
During the summer of 2006, the International Organization for Migration spearheaded the coordination for the evacuation of migrant workers in Lebanon. He says that this population of Lebanon society should not be underestimated. Yet Lebanon is a, a country of immigration that uh, draws a lot of immigrants from the developing world. Israel's military offensive last year presented domestic workers a good pretext to leave their employers, as well as helping to kill an industry that certain human rights advocates say was rife with problems. I'm here in Shamaun. Yeah. And uh, what time do we buy vegetables? Yeah, it's Tuesday. Sister Amelia, a Jesuit nun and nurse who has been in Lebanon for 19 years, says domestic workers have long been considered second-class citizens in Lebanon. This time, the situation is very, very uh, ripe for them to run away. Since the very start, there have been horrible stories, and it never stops. Up to this time, it gets more horrible, gets more unbelievable. Domestic workers in Lebanon work as many as 108 hours per week. They're fortunate if they get two days off per month. I am free now. Every time my madam no day off. Within two years, no day off. Bernadette Salvador, a 28-year-old domestic worker from a province in the southern Philippines, said that leaving Lebanon was an answer to her prayers. I am run away with my madam. She left me on the, on the house. Every, every night she locked the door and after... And every day, she is watching me what I am doing. She don't want to give uh, freedom to me. Currently, there are over 500 domestic workers in prison, and many have reported ill treatment while in custody. Runaways, when they are found, are in prison and then deported. Without her passport, the worker cannot travel home. Again, Roland Tauk. There are so many reasons. Maybe they break the law, the penal code, the penal, uh, uh, the criminal law in Lebanon. And uh, they are like Lebanese in, in such case. But most of them, they are in other jail, in the, the retention center, because they break only the law of papers. They don't have papers. It means permit work and residence card to stay legally in Lebanon because uh, the law is uh, very clear. Every, every foreigner should be uh, regulated and has papers uh, to stay in Lebanon as tourist, as worker, as, as uh, I don't know, a student, etc. Shozi says that for these women who evacuated last summer and who run away is a difficult decision because they are sending about 60% of the money they earn back home to their family. For women who return home almost empty-handed, directly impacts their family's source of funding. All these women, migrants who are here in Lebanon, are here for one purpose. They have got employment. They're earning money. They're earning between $150 to $250 a month if they're employed in a, in a family, working as a house person. And they're sending about 60% of that money back home to the family who have stayed behind. So what you've got to bear in mind is that the decision to leave Lebanon is not always an easy one, because once these women have left Lebanon, they will return back home almost empty-handed. And the source of funding, the money that they've been sending back months after months to the family, this source of, of funding is going to stop. 
So the impact of the crisis goes beyond, if you want, the uh, immediate needs of those migrant workers. You've got to also bear in mind the impact of this evacuation on the well-being, financial well-being of extended families in the countries of origin, whether in Bangladesh, Vietnam, um, uh, Sri Lanka, the Philippines, Ethiopia or elsewhere. So there's a much broader impact to, to this crisis, which for the moment hasn't been really considered. Earlier this month, Human Rights Watch released Exported and Exposed. The 131-page report criticizes several Gulf states, Lebanon, and Sri Lanka for failing to protect Sri Lankan migrant women workers. So the problem is that we have uh, these agencies who take money, and this money creates these problems. Human rights observers have reported on the growing use of agencies bringing in migrant workers. In many cases, these employment agencies are illegal and operate as black market businesses. We are the originals here in Lebanon. Before we are, when we arrive here, they give us a rest day so we can enjoy our, uh, our hardship in, in, in our working days. Alfred Alvia is a top chef who has been in Lebanon for 20 years. Now the newly, the newly arrival Filipino they will be sacked by, 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 the, by the agencies that you have not uh, able to have your day off like this. So they are not happy on it. One of the main causes of abuse is that migrant workers in Lebanon are covered under the kafala or sponsorship system, which states that migrant workers must attain a legal sponsor by a Lebanese employer or kafil for the duration of their contracts. The employer confiscates the worker's passport and other identity papers, which are returned when the employee is released. Lebanese employers spend up to $3,000 to a recruitment agency for a domestic worker. Again, Roland Tauk. That's why they confiscate Pasco, to protect the, uh, the money, to protect the money. Because if uh, the confi the, to confiscate passport, to lock the door, and that they're not allowed to a lady to go outside alone or to have a day uh, off uh, per week or to communicate with, the, with, the, with outside. It means from balcony to balcony or through the phone or, or by letter or any other kind of communication uh, because he doesn't want uh, to open an opportunity in front of the employee to leave his house it means he, 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 he loses, he loses uh, the money. So the problem is that we have uh, these agencies, agencies who take money, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, this, is, this money 
who uh, create these problems. Sri Lankan recruitment agencies prepare the women for travel abroad. In Made in Lebanon, a documentary film by Carol Mansour, 16-year-old Sureka is getting ready to leave Sri Lanka for Lebanon. Her village has no electricity. In 12 days, they have to learn the language, the electricity, the hoover. You should see their faces when they were looking at this uh, machine, you know, going and they were looking at it, and oh my God, you know, those women are, you know, the first time they're leaving. While making her film, Carol discovered several cases of maltreatment. Other cases uh, where they beat them, and they think it's normal. Oh, come on, I just, you know, send her to the agent, he would, you know, just to pop, pop, you know, and then she would come back and she would know how to behave. In Lebanon, a new agency replaces the contract signed in the workers' home country, which is in Arabic, and the workers are unaware of the rights they are relinquishing. Again, Roland Tauk. Now we're working in a unified contract. It means a contract, very clear, has all the details uh, clear for both parties and uh, signed by both parties uh, in two languages. Jordan has recently amended a law concerning registration of recruitment agencies. The new law allows the Ministry of Labor to monitor these agencies and to take serious actions if they violate the regulations protecting migrant workers. In 2003, Bahrain announced a national plan to assist abused foreign workers that includes temporary shelters and a help hotline. New migrant workers in Bahrain will also have access to a guide to rights and duties, which will be available in embassies, recruitment offices, and points of entry. The government is also looking at ways to organize work permit procedures for migrant workers.
Most migrant workers come to Lebanon to take advantage of higher salaries, while policymakers, both at home and in Lebanon, continue to disregard their rights. The Philippine Overseas Employment Administration estimates there are over 30,000 Filipino workers in Lebanon. Last year, the POEA reported a deployment of over 8,000 new hires. But uh, 450 times two is equivalent to $900 uh, two months salary. It's going the agency, their own money, because they in the we, you are applying to go abroad. The agency paid uh, all things uh, like medical, like the the medical is X-ray included, X-ray had uh, all all of your things need in physical check. They pay it. And they pay the, your work visa in the Philippines, they pay it. And what you need in paperwork, they pay. Then they cut it when you go. Uh, they put the flyers, fly now, pay later. Four months ago, Eric and his wife Karen left the Philippines to provide a better life for their family. While driving buses in the Philippines, Eric became certified as an electrician to enhance his chances of finding employment abroad. We sacrificed our sons left in the Philippines because of poverty. My income salary is cannot afford for uh, buy excess things like this. It's only afford to buy a food, a meal for a whole day, uh, to rent house. Sometimes one month salary or income cannot afford to pay the rent of the house. That's too much poverty. According to a recent United Nations study titled Sending Money Home, Asia receives almost $114 billion in remittances annually. The study also found that last year, overseas Filipino workers sent home $14.6 billion. OFWs worldwide represent nearly 23% of the country's labor force. Foreign remittances currently account for about 13% of the Philippines' total gross domestic product, according to the POEA. We, we, are, we are the giving money to our government. Sri Lanka extends fewer protections to its migrant workers than other labor-sending Asian countries, such as the Philippines. The Sri Lankan Bureau of Foreign Employment estimates there are nearly 86,000 Sri Lankan women employed as domestic workers in Lebanon. Rose, a 32-year-old single mother from Sri Lanka, needed a means to provide for her daughter. The option of working overseas sounded very promising. Madam, not buy here. Not buy here. Vegetable? Me buy. How mm. No, madam, bring rice, bring madam, uh, madam chicken. Work. No Rose. good. For almost three years, Rose has been working in Lebanon as a domestic worker. Daily, she wakes at 6 a.m. to endure 18 hours of grueling labor. I want money, good money. I'm Why? told, madam. I want to pay hundred dollars, madam. Madam told AMC. Not told A, okay. I'm told. It's okay. Three hundred dollars, okay. We come back. Sri Lanka received 3.4 billion dollars in remittances last year from migrant workers abroad. The Central Bank of Sri Lanka reported a 7.4% growth in the economy in 2006. 
largely driven by money from overseas that went into technology-related services, construction of properties, and the garment industry. On Sunday, the Department of Labor and Employment announced the processing of Filipino migrant workers would resume to Lebanon, lifting restrictions on a ban imposed last year due to tensions in the country. Under the new rules, migrant Filipino workers will only be sent to Lebanon if paid a minimum of $400 per month. The number of migrant workers is likely to remain high due to labor market demands. However, it is not certain if Sri Lankan workers like Rose will see improvements in their working condition or protection of their rights. You've been listening to an FSRN exclusive documentary, The New Slavery, The Plight of Lebanon's Domestic Workers, produced by Simba Russo. Mm-hmm.